0: Welcome to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. We are glad to have you back. I'm joined once again by our head of schools, Rod Gilbert. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. I'm Mike Siciliano. It's good to be here. We have a guest today, Willie Briscoe. Willie, thanks for being here. Yeah. Willie is a dad here. Willie is the founder and director of the Hope Leadership Academy. You want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, like you said, uh, my name is Willie Briscoe, and I have three students here: high school, middle school, and elementary. Um, invested father. I guess I'm called a unicorn, and I serve (laughs) in um, a ministry called Hope Leadership Academy, which serves underserved um, students and kids in Southeast San Diego that come from primarily broken fatherless homes, and we seek to um, introduce them to their Heavenly Father and then um, bridge all the, the challenges and the barriers that they have to success. And so love serving in the community of San Diego and love being a part of
0: Santa Christian. Well, we love having you. We've, we've partnered with you and your organization a few times now, and I'm right that you are getting pretty much the complete SFC experience right now. Yes. You have a lower school student, a middle school student, and an upper school student.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um, so you get all the emails. All the emails. That's why we okay. call a unicorn. Yeah.
2: There's <laughs> always about 40 families like that. Exactly,
1: except for I make my wife get the emails. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I'm not responsible for the information. Yeah. I said, did you get the emails and just put them on my calendar. And so Yeah, we have a um, all three kids, and, and they're all having a great time and experience in each school, and the um, uniqueness of each school at Santa Fe Christian.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, and uh, today we're going to talk about the topic of race. Uh, it's it is a topic that oftentimes feels like there's so much intensity and tension around it. And it's interesting because the three of us really for the last year and a half have been doing this. And and I think every time we do it, maybe the temperature goes down a little bit. Yeah. And that's felt good. I know
2: for me. I, it's it's been good for me too. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, uh, and, and so um, I guess I'll start with probably a question I think a lot of people have asked us as we talk about this, and that maybe they see the topic of this podcast and comes to their head, which is, why are we having this
2: conversation? I think for at, at, at its core, is, as a Christian school, we need to be earnestly uh, and carefully uh, loving children enough to teach them these things, and uh, we are... Uh, as Christians, there is one human race, but we are we are different. We have differences, and uh, to uh, not address these things, especially when the world is so torn up about it. The, the children, uh, we owe it to the children to talk about these topics and uh, from a biblical standpoint, and give them vocabulary and a place to talk about things in a healthy way, in a way they can have good relationships. I mean, the three of us have had good conversations as three adult men and uh and sometimes it takes a while for us to talk through things and so for three eight-year-olds i would want the same for them and i i can't see any downside to that yeah
1: yeah i agree i think um the world is dealing with this. Yeah. Our kids are dealing with it, and they're dealing with it in the social media space. Yeah. And if we don't help them label it, the enemy sees that void, and he steps right in, and he helps them label it and a lot of times in the way that we wouldn't want them to mm-hmm. and wouldn't have the biblical perspective um, that we want our children to have. And they're wrestling with these things, yeah. and um, in their wrestling. We want to help provide the, um, the parameters by which they can really learn who they are in Christ around this issue. And sometimes it's difficult, but to your point, Mike, um, I think the, the most difficult conversation is the first one to have about these conversations. It's the first one. And then once you recognize you're safe and you're in an environment with um, people that really do want to learn and not just share their point of view, once you understand you're safe in that environment, then everything else becomes a lot easier.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there right now there's a fear that if I say the wrong thing, I'll be forever labeled one thing or the other. And so our reaction to that as humans sometimes is, well, then I'm just not going to say anything, right? Let's just let's just not talk about it. But I think. To be honest, one of the things we've maybe learned in our community is that there are consequences to not talking about it right. and not addressing right. it as well.
2: Well, uh, Willie was telling me, that, saying this earlier. If you if you don't address uh, a bad thought or uh, a bad understanding with someone, I'm just trying to use simple words yeah. for kids too. It, it can fester, yeah. and and that and that's that's not like that's not new to race. That's actually common in marriages and. In our own relationships with our children, this this is a human relationships thing. This one has particular interest interest for us. So we have to talk about it.
1: Yeah. And once again, I think that's where the enemy does his greatest work in those voids. Um, he drives up wedge a little bit deeper, and and we don't um, we don't automatically, as a as a human race, we don't automatically think the best possible ideas about something where there's a void, we think the worst case scenario, you know, we imagine that <laughs> Why text do we do message. that? Yeah, we, yeah. Are we, we just do. Yeah, weird? It's, human? it's our Adamic nature, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's our we just nature. fatalists or something? <laughs> yeah, we just, we, we assume that text message or that email in the worst tone huh. And we do that also when we have uh, conversations or a lack of conversations around race. We ex- um, we look at an expression. We look at um, someone's um, just f- uh, passing phrase or word to us, and we just assume the worst about that person, and um, God has a lot to say in his word about that.
2: Was that true 15, 20 years ago? People always assume the because um, I, the word trigger has yeah, become part of it. Like, exactly, I wouldn't have used yeah. that word two years ago, but... Yeah, I think social media has changed changed
1: a little bit. I think the ability to um, to say quick tidbits of information, not have accountability, ah. as opposed to sitting on the porch or sitting oh. and having coffee with someone and actually um, hearing their words. You know, the Bible says be quick to to listen. Oh. You know, we, we're not... Quick to listen, we we're quick to speak and wow. quick to talk, and I think that's um, just changed. And our kids yeah. are—they've only grown up in that environment. So oh, the
2: digital citizenry. The, yeah.
1: Exactly. So you ask them a question, and they hit Google, and they tell you what's the truth and what's not truth, mm. and and whether it's true or not. And so I think it's just—it has impacted the ability to sit down and mm. have genuine conversations and get to know people. And that gives a latitude to what you're saying, Mike, that gives latitude to um, having someone make an off color comment or joke or something and giving them the room to repair that and have conversation. But if it just comes across in the social media, then I make all sorts of mm-hmm. diagnosis about who that person is right. and, and mm-hmm. judgment. And then I just cut them off. We're also in a very cut off uh, yeah. society right now. We yeah. just, we cut just
0: write people off. Yeah. Yeah. And what I would say about that is when that happens, that doesn't give me or whoever's making the comment a chance to learn how something I said or did that I didn't intend to come across a certain way. Exactly. Maybe had an impact that was different than I thought. Yes. And, and so then we get in this cycle a little mm-hmm. bit of, of distrust and, and assigning motive and yeah. things that, yeah. that, that aren't helpful. Yeah. Or, so, labeling, yeah, you know, or labeling. labeling is- yeah. Or labeling. Yeah dangerous. So so Willie, what would you say, as someone who's who's in our community, who's mm-hmm. been in our community for a while, who will, who will hopefully, Lord yeah. willing, be in our community <laughs> yeah. uh, for a long time, like to people who are saying, gosh, I wish they weren't talking about this, mm-hmm. what's the best answer that we can give them?
1: Yeah, I think it goes back to the original comment. Um, our kids are dealing with it. Um, the world is dealing with it. As a Christian school, Um, and part of the Christian community, we're called, the Bible says that we have been given the um, the opportunity of reconciliation. I mean, that's a biblical mandate. If we're not, if we're not reconciling, first that means reconciling the world to Jesus, but that also means reconciling other issues. If we're not actively pursuing reconciling these things out in front of a world that is going to label it and go down the wrong road, then we leave those things up to chance. And we know there's a negative consequence to that. Um, so in my own home, it's really about, um, Teaching my kids how to deal with these things on a on a daily basis, as a father of three kids that deal with it on a sometimes on a daily basis, not necessarily in Santa Fe Christian, but in the community that looks very different than they do. Um, I want to give them words. I want to give them uh, real labels, and I want to give them. Um, a voice in that space, um, the worst thing I can do is leave that void and that cognitive dissidence where they don't know where to file things, because that generally turns into anger, resentment, and um, creates a lot of dissension and, and a lack of unity.
0: Yeah. So this, this might seem like a, a simple question or maybe a silly question, yeah. but um, have there been difficulties for you and your family or other families of color uh, at Santa Fe, not through intent, but uh, but just that that are challenges that you've had to address. That if we, through this conversation that we're having, um, can can change, will make it easier for them or better for them to be at Santa Fe.
1: You know, at every level, um, my kids or our family have dealt with incidents or issues, and I would I would honestly say, like most of the time, it has been resolved and everything has just been great it's been a wonderful learning opportunity then there's been other things that have taken other steps to to reconcile and to to work on and and um, but Santa Fe Christian is no different than um, any other institution or organization or church or there's just different people with different cultures and so um, w- one incident is where my youngest son, a little boy that loves him and a family that loves us, uh, the little boy told my son, Hey, you can't, you know, kids that have your color skin can't play this game with us. And when the mom heard, she was mortified and she reached out to us on multiple levels and, and, you know, made play dates and reconciled and how I- old were
2: they? Um, Well, they were in first
1: grade, you know, and so that kid didn't learn that at home. It's something that just rolled out of his mouth. But at the same time, um, that family was just mortified and... Um, and my wife and I, we were laughing about because we knew the family and yeah. knew the kid. Yeah. And we know the differences between yeah. you know, racism, prejudice, and just sometimes just a lack of yeah. um, understanding or knowing. You know, and yeah. kids say the darndest things. I mean, yeah. they do say. <laughs> yeah. And so we were able to work that out and have play dates with the kids. And the, the parents were adamant about teaching their kids, like, why you don't say things like that. or We have to deal with it. And if we don't yeah. deal with it biblically, once again, I think that leaves yeah. room for the enemy to label
2: and That's and, right. and, and speak for us. In that area and yeah. do and do real damage. Well, yeah, I, I have a I have a question if you don't mind. Yeah, can I go? You're my boss. You can always go. <laughs> so I, I, you and I, I'm sure we've talked about it at some point mm-hmm. our time together. But um, I, I heard from a, some alum in the mm-hmm. fall that we were talking with, and then I had comments from minority children here mm-hmm. as well. And I, I'm gonna just say the composite quote because yeah. I think it represents a a, a true heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we'll have a minority student said just. I don't want to be invisible mm. with as who I am. I yes. want I want to be know I want to be known for who I am, mm. and I and and I don't want to I don't want to just be invisible in the room. Mm. And so, how if 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 I have a group of minority kids with me, how do I mm. how do I address that, or what do what do they mean by yeah. that? because it's 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 a true expression. Yeah, you know, they, they want to be seen for who they are. Yeah, so. I I
1: think. Um, once again, giving them a voice and a safe place to, Mm -hmm. to have a voice. Um, the reality is that, you know, even the word minority itself depicts the fact that they are a small percentage of a larger group of people and you can't really turn that upside down just to make us a group of people. That's not realistic. I don't think that's what we're called to do, but I think, um, being aware and being sensitive because at least in my own kids perspective, um, yes, they want to be heard and they want to be seen for who they are, but it's the, um, offhand comments and some of the culture, the cultural, um, biases that kids bring from home and have just said in, in their presence that have really, really hurt them, you know? And I think that's, part of the process is just creating space where, um, I, I guarantee, I uh, had a conversation with one of the coaches about this. He asked me almost the same question. Huh. I said, guarantee, if you allow some of these young students to see life from a different perspective and a different culture, mm-hmm. I guarantee their eyes will be opened. Yeah. And some of those comments, some of those phrases, some of those thoughts, um, won't even, um, cross their mind anymore. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I think there's, definitely hope it's not a huge problem but it's you know we're addressing it because the world and the community is addressing it
2: well i I like what you started with we're we are training our children Mm -hmm. and we have to give them a grid or a a way to process things and if we don't if we don't train them with specifics about how to love one another and understand each other Mm -hmm. the enemy will fill in that Um, that that gap right if if we we if we (laughs) as fathers if we don't stand at the gap. It's an Ezekiel mm. passage. Yes, Some, Something bad will get in there. So exactly. I, I, I want to sh- shift to a different question, yeah. but when you and I started having this conversation last summer, you know, you, you know, I'm a bit of a nerd, so I've got a whole <laughs> bunch of books on it. Yeah. I, I tend to do that just to, like my little friends. And mm-hmm. um, we've all been reading Third Option and mm-hmm. I've gotten to know Miles through that uh, conversation. Yeah. But you had mentioned to me first Early, that you really like Tony Evans, yeah. Book. And so yeah. I, I went through that last fall. But what stands out in that book to you? That, yeah. And I heard you quoted it a few minutes ago before we were, uh, yeah, on camera. so what, yeah, what do, you he, know, what do you like about it? You
1: know, uh, Tony has a, a um, you know, a, a oneness um, uh, phrase that he uses, which is pretty, um, it, it's pretty positive. And I think with Tony, oh. yeah. saying, no, that's good, yeah, that's good. I think you know, with Tony, is, is he's he wants people to see. Each individual, as God sees them, and when hmm. you give that, um, when you give that sort of um, value to each individual as God gives value, it's hard for you to. Put down or hmm. to depict people as different than what God created hmm. them to be, and and what I love about Tony, and, and I love Miles McPherson's book yeah. as well. But what I love about Tony is he he creates his his thoughts on biblical doctrine and okay. theology that go back, and it gives value to the African American culture, hmm. even you know the middle the Middle Eastern culture, where where I think if you give that value and you see where the um, where Africans were in historical places, biblical places. Sure. Um, then some of the false ideologies about blacks or hmm. other cultures can be dismissed. Okay. And I, and I love that. And I, I love that he builds it off places that I can go back to scripture and see, um, you know, and, and follow up and, and, and hold them accountable.
2: Well, t- tell them they need to come up with a new ver- updated version. Yeah. Right? I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, I tried to get a whole bunch of copies of it and yeah. I couldn't find that many, but. This cable well this is just 2015. Yeah, so two thousand fifteen. Column. You know yeah. people there, right? You write the forward to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. So
0: Rod, you've you've and and maybe you want to talk a little bit about your journey through this as the head of school. And yeah. there's, there's so much stuff out there right now to yeah. read on this. There are so many ideas yeah. of what the what solution is, or even to, what the problem is, yeah. but maybe you can share a little bit about your journey over the past year and a half or so, yeah. And, and, be glad um, to, and how you've processed all that, yeah. and and what you're thinking about as you've well, digested all I,
2: that. I'm, I'd love to do that. I, um, you know, we had a, a lot of heartache among alum last summer that you and I met on Zoom, and uh, we were. It was very normal. Most every private school in the country had a situation like this, and. Um, so as we were listening to those voices, it, it, it tenderized my heart that it, w- it wasn't like it was a anti SFC. It was just a, a call out of let's do something. And so my tendency as a leader is to go slow and, and make sure there's follow through for years and years and years. And when I reached out to Willie, he had said, whatever you do, Rod, go slow. And if you're, if you think you're going too slow, you're probably not. And, uh, so that, that, fit my sort of crockpot style but in my heart I wanted to get the school's conversation to a place where it's healthy and not shrill and not Twitter filled and and and, and the negotiating of that in my own heart was hard and um, but I think I think like uh, we had all the teachers got a copy of Miles's book and then we had two pilot groups that went through some of the exercises i got good feedback from the teachers and willie and i stayed in touch through that and 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 in my heart i thought if the 160 employees can can learn to just talk about these things as a community in our hall in our hallways and in our um uh, in our mentoring sort of way uh the uh that will have a ever flowing uh, impact on the children and the moms and dads. If if 160 employees could just say we we love talking about this from a biblical standpoint, and so that that's the slow process. Yeah. And uh, I and uh, the the uh, the board read through uh, the third option last year and were cheering me on on it. And uh, I think so. it'd be helpful to to
0: talk a little bit about um, the third option just oh. for a minute because yeah. you know there's there's so much out there in the way of curriculum and um, you know I, think, I yeah. think there's a there's a group of people who say. You know, oh my gosh! Is it is there some curriculum that's telling us how to think about this issue, and it's a certain way, and yeah. is it biblical? And it, it I don't. To me, it's felt like um, the third option has been really good at number one, grounding everything biblically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and number two, providing a way for us to just share our stories and yeah. to personalize and humanize this, and yeah. and get a little out of the. I mean, he starts with, this is spiritual, not political. We're not going to get into the political stuff. We're not talking about systems. We're talking about our relationships.
2: We're not talking about... Critical race theory, right? I mean, so so critical race
0: theory is is a big thing in it, that's out there it, right and, now,
2: and it should be because it's a hot topic, right? But I I, I think it has no place any any conversation in K twelve world at all. Okay, and, so uh, so and just, just to
0: be clear, we're not going to be putting critical race theory in front of our students or no.
2: teachers or anything like no. that. No, and okay. w- will and I, that was like last summer's conversation. That's yeah. so last summer. Okay, but no, it just wouldn't make any sense. And yeah. uh, for me, uh, I loved uh, it. You know. Uh, I, when I talked to Miles about three weeks ago, and I said, "You know, you're good on camera. You know, you, you're good at what you <laughs> yes. do." And he's a funny guy. And yeah. um, but uh, I liked his one of his opening points when he said, when he introduced the conversations, uh, he said, "This is more uh, biblical similarities training." Yeah. And uh, and and that was how when he cued it up that way, it was a lot of the discussions were what we have in common. And uh, it was just so helpful to hear people's stories. And I thought we're... We're getting somewhere on this. Right, and
0: that's and, not uh, to say we're ignoring the differences. Gosh, no. Right? In fact, no. he talks about celebrating uniqueness, Yeah, but, but it is in our similarities through those differences that we all can come together and be united yeah. and, and united in Christ. And, yeah. All right, well, as is usually the case when we get together, we're talking longer than I think we had thought <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were going to. I know, this uh, has been fun. Yeah, so uh, so i just like to tell our listeners we're going to break this into two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will be the end of episode one, and please join us for episode two mm-hmm. of the this discussion and we look forward to seeing you back with us.